All right, let's check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Hey, good morning. Simi and I have two words for you today. Free money. <laughs> Not yet, though, because I have been got probably already gotten half a dozen emails this morning from people saying, where is it? It's not live yet. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we could be cynical. God knows. And we could say this is an election promise they haven't delivered on. And we can say it's not really free money because it's just the government giving you money back to you and taking credit for it. But whatever you want to say, yes. So the free money, $1,000 <laughs> for families, yeah. $500 for individuals was approved by the legislature yesterday and the finance minister selena robinson said the website for applying for this is supposed to go live today now i yeah it isn't live yet and you know as they say in government what could possibly go wrong <laughs> but when it is live today online you are supposed to be able to go online and apply for the money you need your social insurance number you need your 2019 tax returns, and I know that's a sticking point. You have to be able to identify yourself, and uh, you need a bank account that they can send the money to, and supposedly they will send you the money. Hmm. Um, they've said, Simi, even if it works today, and I can't imagine the site will be overwhelmed, uh, probably five or six business days to get the money. So don't count on it arriving before Christmas. And if the Internet online application is not for you, there is supposed to be a telephone number that you can apply to, and that is supposed to go live on Monday. So there we go. Good luck to everybody out there. The government claims that 90% of British Columbians, 3.7 million people, will be eligible for this money. So uh, if you apply, you should get it. We shall see. I guess. Yeah, we shall see. And I'm sure people are going to let me know, as they have been letting me know all morning, that it's still not up and running yet. Let's talk about the fiscal update. What surprised you with that yesterday? Um, you know, it's still a big guessing game. Uh, it was late. Um, you know, the New Democrats, when they called the election, said, oh, I won't change anything, right? You know, we, we can handle an election and public service will be working away, but we're behind schedule. So... Uh, we got a we got a, a fiscal update. The deficit is still in the stratosphere of fourteen billion dollars, but the economy is recovering more quickly than people thought. Certainly back in the spring, and that's all good news. Uh, retail sales have recovered. Housing. <laughs> I yeah, mean, this I is an this irony, is, right? Yes. The, the government is rolling in dough again from housing, real estate sales, from that property transfer tax, and. <laughs> the question went to the finance minister, who used to be the housing minister. And, you know, the NDP has this great big plan to make housing more affordable. Well, it doesn't look like it's becoming more affordable unless you already own one, in which case uh, you're cashing in. So uh, that one's kind of ironic. Um, I think we're still, as I said, Simi, an awful lot of this is just a guessing game. Yeah. Um, the, they put the budget off till the 20th of April, so that's two months late. And maybe by then we'll have a good sense of where the province is headed economically. Um, there is, uh, you know, one interesting thing that happened. We still have our AAA credit rating. Yeah. From Moody's, uh, the, the big credit rating agency uh, said, you know, uh, British Columbia, AAA credit rating, best rating in Canada, uh, outlook stable. 
Uh, people grumble about credit ratings. New Democrats paid no attention to them when the Liberals were AAA, but now they think it's wonderful. Um, they're relative, right? They, the, the credit rating agencies look at your province and they compare it to the other Canadian provinces and other jurisdictions, and they say, for all of the economic troubles in BC and the size of the deficit, we still have a comparatively low debt load compared to other Canadian provinces. And therefore, uh, you know, the fundamentals of our economy are stronger. We're coming back faster. And, um, you know, this time next year, we, we should be in a much better position. And dare I even say this, but it sounds like the dumpster fire is out. It's no longer burning. <laughs> this is another one of the fascinating guessing games, right? Uh, and our and our colleague Keith Baldry jumped on this yesterday. It was the last question to uh, Selena Robinson, and it was, is the dumpster fire out? Now, maybe it wasn't Keith that asked that, but anyway, somebody did. Uh, and, uh, and the answer is, yeah, ICBC's in the black. Uh, they're making money again, which raises an obvious huh. question. Yeah. Every other auto insurance company in the known universe has already given its customers a rebate or cut their rates because there was less driving, fewer accidents, more money on hand. Uh, what's the problem with ICBC? Oh, well, wait for it. You know, we'll get to that one of these days. So they're still holding the cash, and uh, there doesn't seem to be in any great rush to give any of it back to ratepayers. Um, this is what comes of having a monopoly that's not used yeah. to being responsive. No kidding. And what is it, like $400 million or something like that? Yeah, something like that. You know, so, you know, there's another Christmas bonus that we're not going to be getting. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, at some point we may get that in the new year. It, uh, it, it it's, it's mixed up with the fact that they are in the midst of changing the rate structure, and we are going to be getting a rebate for that. That's because of the savings on legal bills and court costs and all of that, which resulted. And that's maybe the only uh, bit of slack you can cut ICBC is that they're in the middle of a dramatic transformation in auto insurance rates. So maybe they haven't gotten around to figuring out how much of a rebate we're entitled to. Right. Okay. And let's talk about some of these year-end interviews that the Premier has been doing as well. Anything interesting in there that you found? Well, two words from him too. He told me yesterday, I'm stoked. What? (laughs) He's stoked. Well, think about it. What's he got not to be stoked about? I mean, uh, as he said, uh, you know, back in July, he never would have believed that uh, we were going to be into vaccines as quickly, which is, you know, I think we all had that reaction. So that's it. And look, he won a big majority, got away with it. Um, The economic picture is looking better than it did earlier this year. Um, You know, having said all that, well... um, I, I still go with the line from uh, from uh, right after the election. Congratulations, Premier. The good news is that you won the election, and that's also the bad news because the challenges yes. ahead for 2021 are still some of the biggest challenges the BC government has faced in modern times. That he's in charge, so he's going to have to face up to all that. But yeah, the year is ending on a better note than it looked in. March or in April or May or in June or in July, maybe even in September when he called the election. Yeah, but what about that Site C report? That's a, that's going to be a big one. Yeah, I asked him about that one. And, uh, you know, he's been saying nothing about this for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, he's been waiting for the independent report of the engineer, uh, former Deputy Minister of Finance, uh, Peter Milburn, that he sent into review way back in July, and it provided him with cover so he didn't have to explain what he was going to do about Site C. 
during the election. Um, so when is the Milburn report coming in? Uh, he thinks it will arrive on the desk of the energy minister early next week. Uh, Milburn is going to advise the government on uh, a huge uh, stability problem that uh, emerged in Hydro's research a year ago, um, whether it can be fixed and at what cost. Uh-huh. Uh, $6 billion spent at Site C. Construction is still going flat out, as near as I can tell. Premier um, says the report will have to go to Cabinet. It will have to go to Treasury Board. Then they'll share it with the public, tell us what they're going to do about it. Can it be fixed and at what cost? Well, I have enough feeling we're going to be talking about that in 2021. Um, Vaughn, thank you. Thanks, Simi.